This is the podcast. Oh. I don't even know why we're bothering. No. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Tantric Anticlimax. That is. <laughs> The Talking Puffy Podcast. Yes. Uh, fabulous and Richard Outrageous Scott Brennan oh. and the always punctual Toby Sullivan. Not guilty. more after this. Why do you think Charlie Sheen calls those girls goddesses? Aren't goddesses not supposed to have the D? Talk Puffy to me. Now, we got a message on the Facebook page. The Facebook uh, from a, a, a young gentleman of, of 40 something. Right. Who, which Facebook are we meant to use? There's two. Oh, whichever one you feel like. Okay. Don't, all right. don't, just don't limit yourself, don't man. Limit don't hate. Just want to check it. We're all open here. I didn't want to fuck it up. Okay. <laughs> Someone left us a message. Someone left us a message basically asking uh, why no one wants to have sex with people over 40. Um, ah. And I thought that was a pertinent thing, given that uh, by yes. the time this goes out into the ether, Scott, you yes. will be indeed. I will have crossed the, the train. threshold. Uh, and I'm turning 40 this week. <gasps> ah. Welcome. 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 I'm 41, so I'm fucking all over that shit. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Well, you know... I think a certain type of person doesn't want to have sex with someone over 40. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't think 19-year-olds want to have sex with people I over I was 40. having no. sex... of oh, sex. I was having a conversation last <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> I was having sex last night yep. alone into yeah. a kebab. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had a conversation last night with uh, an entertainer of some note. Right. Who is, I think, 32. Of all years. And he was bemoaning the fact that, uh, you know, the kinds of guys that he's into aren't really into him. And I was like, well, that's because the kind of guys you're into are into those kind of guys, not you. Yeah, Mm. right. Yes. You need to, you you know, stop. He he was talking about, about younger guys. Yeah. 19, 20-year-old. Yeah. Uh. But but that is not entirely true either. As a generalisation, it's true. Yeah. Yes. That that like likes like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Generally. Apples like apples, you know, yeah. generally. Not a universal thing. No. But yeah. it, it is a fact of life that if you are into younger guys as you get older, it's less likely. And it, yes, I, I absolutely. Do, yeah. I do find, like, you know... The, <clears throat> Both these people have were saying, you know, oh, it's, you know, gays, they're just so shallow. They just won't look past, you know, the fact that I'm 32 or I'm 41 or whatever. And it's like, well, the, the obviously you're into really shallow guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But also it's not just that. Saying saying that it's shallow, that's that's um that's not true. Yeah. Because it's not just about looks. What it, what are you going to do? Sit down and talk about them about the the bitching new Miley Cyrus album. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, what can you possibly like, you know? Who wants to go on a date me? to time zone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not fun. exactly. The catering's terrible. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> do you know what my idea of a bitching night out is? Is picking up my date from his parents' place. Oh. Yeah. And getting him back in time for school. Yeah. And then yeah. having him tell everyone on Facebook that he rooted you and, and yeah. having them all mock him about yeah. it. And then him calling you the next day to go, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that again. It's not, just, yeah. it's not just about shallow stuff. It's, it's just not compatible. It's, it's, well, it's, yeah, it's about what you can, you know, because you, you enter into relationships to kind of give and receive things. You know, you get yeah, something yeah, yeah. from yeah. someone else. You get, you know, whatever that is, whether it's intellectual stimulation or sexual whatever. And, yeah, if you're going for kind of guys 20 years younger than you, yeah. then that intellectual stimulation is definitely going to be a little lower than... Uh, 
in general, because they're smart twenty-year-olds as well. Yes, absolutely. But there is there is a lot to be said for kind of life experience and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't want to be going out with someone that is going through the same things that I went through at twenty. But yeah, yeah. On the other hand, like I have a friend who has had a little bit of work done. And then started dating, you know, like he started dating like 22 year olds and he's our age. Right. And I was like, oh my God, you are now, you are so obsessed with that age that you are trying to make yourself look like it. He looks like a Burns victim. Right. As opposed to a 22 year old, which is tragic. But like, I just go, what, what is the weird obsession with being like having sex with or being 22? Like I don't, I don't remember it being the most spectacular time of my life. No, to be honest. No, but you're pretty. You're pretty when you're yeah. 22, and gay culture is very big on pretty. Yeah, yeah. I can but, understand that. But but, but also, but also on the same same hand, like you know, we're talking to Dean Beck. Um, there are certain aspects of gay culture that are remarkably more accepting and diverse. Mm, yes, of different ages and, yes. and looks and lifestyles. Well, it's like um. There are just so, and they can be sort of delineated by certain bars. Even here in Melbourne, there are yeah, certain yeah. bars that you go to that you know you're going to be mocked if you're over thirty. Yeah, yeah. and then there are other bars where kind of anything goes. And it you're doesn't going to be matter, mocked you know? if you're under thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, but I think reading between the lines, what I think the people that you're talking about mm. are maybe saying is, "How come no twinks want to fuck me?" Yeah, yeah. And yeah. those, they, look, you can find a twink that'll want to fuck you if you, yeah. if you look hard enough. Yeah, but. Just you know, just because they don't, they just don't. Yeah. Well, I got a little. I mean, how come fish don't dance and cook me dinner? Because they just don't. (laughs) 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 Just know what they do. I got a letter. I'm going to read you a a part of a letter that I got from uh, someone who emailed me my my Adam Richard. Dot mm-hmm. com oh, okay. So not through the podcast. Had never heard the podcast before, so I right. sent him a link and said, can we read out your letter? Here's, and he said, I don't want to stop down any of your crazy insanity with my you know, tragic letter, but feel free. He said, I'm 32 in July. I've never been with anyone in an intimate manner, let alone kissed another person. I'm not your typical gay-looking guy, hot, muscular, oozing sex appeal. I'm chubby, 180 kilos, and I'm sick and tired of being judged from the outside and not what's on the inside. I've tried the club scene in Brisbane. Oh, I can uh, only fucking imagine. Man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I always seem to get stared at by people and, uh, you know, people saying, are you serious? He can't be gay. Uh, and not to mention people have said that to me in the past. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. In, uh, you know, what is the one thing that every every poofter tries to put on their grinder profile? Straight acting. Straight acting. Straight acting. Straight act- so yeah. right there, he's got a big tick in the column. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Are you serious? Yeah. He's gay? Yeah. <laughs> Who is surprised? Who is surprised that he that anyone can't find love on the Brisbane, at the fucking beat? Yeah. Right. He's, right. From, he's from country Queensland. Which, which is oh, a urinal with a bitching sound system. Yeah. Like, who is it surprised is that you can't find that? Who is surprised you can't find out the Wickham, right? The inspiration yeah. for Grunty. <laughs> who, you know, like, of course you can't. Of no. course you can't. Um, it's, you know what? It's tricky. It's really tricky. No one, um, deserves love. No. No, no one has a right to that. Mm. You can't, you can't demand that. No. Yes. Sometimes it just yeah. ain't going to work. Yeah. You know? Um, but, uh, you, you can want it, obviously. And you, and if you want it and it's not coming to you easily, um, 
well, I, I don't know. You just have to, have to keep switching it up. Do you well, know what I mean? You're, like, you, gotta, you, yeah, you, gotta you can't go to the beat like. and go, I'm fat and no one at the beat liked me. Of course no one did. But he, he didn't know. Like, I sent him off to uh, a bear website and I said, look, make an internet dating profile. Like, you've got to treat. Yeah, exactly. You've got to treat exactly. falling in love like a, like looking for a job. Yes, it's exactly. Got, it's like realestate.com.au yes. or seek.com.au. You've got yeah. to, you know, Gator yeah. is, yeah. is the same thing. It's like you, you've, Good got advice. To, you've got to put yourself out there and go, look, you know, if someone's going to call you fat and be mean, that's one thing. But then if someone's going to say, oh, my God, you are one huge hunk of sexy yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then that is the most amazing feeling in the world. When you yeah. go, when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and going, oh, my God, I'm really fat and I just feel really unattractive. You ooze that when you go out. Yeah. Like that attitude, that kind of, oh, I feel really... Oh. It's true, isn't you, it? It's you really just I, it. I completely was freaking out all... Because I was hanging out with like uh, Velvo and Jaspers and all those little... All those children. Those yeah. children at the Mardi Gras. And I just bought oh these Oh, my God. Jeans. You must have looked like a fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> I bought these new jeans. And I just get, I kept spending the whole night. They'd be like in the middle of talking about something. I'd go, can we just stop talking about this now so everyone can check out how hot my ass looks in these jeans? <laughs> <laughs> and I kept doing that all night. And it was like... Like, and my ass does look really good in these jeans. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true because, you know, when you go to one of those clubs mm. and there's some, you know, muscle Mary in the corner, the first thing I think is, I hate you. Yeah. I'm yeah. not interested in anything you've got to say. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's so much about confidence and attitude and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But also don't, you know, if, if that's, it's called a scene for a reason. Yeah. And if you're not part of that scene, you don't go to the butcher and go, there's no licorice all sorts here. You know, <laughs> just... <laughs> Wow, great analogy. Yeah, great yeah, I, analogy. I got him. I got a lot of them. He's in Brisbane. He should be going to Sporties. Correct. Because uh, that's, you know, that's where fat people go and yeah. ordinary looking people go and people who wear flannelette shirts and people who want to eat a mixed grill but also, before you know watching what? a drag he's, show. He's in Brisbane. There's a really active scene there. There's a yeah. queer film festival there. They'll, I'll guarantee you they play so much fucking sport in Brisbane. There'll be some, even like a fat sport, there'll be yeah. some yeah. queer like walking around a box <laughs> club or something. <laughs> <laughs> like there is, there is a lot to do. Or do you know what? Don't even do something queer. Just go and do things. And yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, Brisbane's a pretty gay town. There'll be lots of people. There. But I, I, I can kind of understand some that this guy's attitude sometimes. Out on the gay, gay scene, you kind of can't see the wood for the trees in yeah. a way, and because you, it's very easy to go out to a lot of gay venues and go, "Oh, well, it's all about looking hot. It's all about looking. It's all about muscly. having abs. It's, it's all, all about, about this." Yeah. Da, da, da. And that, on the surface, that's kind of how it appears. Yeah. But in any scene, if you kind of look a bit deeper, there's a lot more to it. But if you're fixated on that kind of it, thing, it, it's very easy to just see that. It's mm. very hard to get validation. If yes. You, if you don't yeah. fit the standard mold. Yeah. Yeah. And but, I mean, you know, I'd be going out looking for, you know, rather than maybe looking for love or looking for someone to give me validated, just looking for a conversation. Yeah. Just, you know. And that is oh, one mate. that Table. is one thing that, like, both our friend who's in his 40s and, uh, and our friend who's 180 kilos mm-hmm. needs to understand is that, you know, the guy with the, with the abs and the pecs, uh, I know Yumi said it on the circle, but when you see someone that is that ripped, even if they're a Victoria Cross medalist yep. winning, you know... Uh, there is a perception. You've, if, you've spent a little more time in the gym than in, say, a library. Yeah, that's the, that that yeah. is basically what you think when you yeah. see that kind Adam, of person. stop it, Adam, stop it. People are going to advertise this just so <laughs> oh, they can no. pull it. <laughs> but no, it's like... Also, I also understand this dude's frustration. Yeah. Never oh, been kissed, yeah. 32. Yeah. I'd be like, I want a dick up me. I don't care. Yeah, I don't I, care who it's attached to. Andrew Bolt, let's do it. 
Let's fucking go. I will if you will. I don't care. But I think, you know, he's probably just, I mean, he's probably really scared. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, like once you get to 32, yeah. then it's. It's a big deal. You've built up so much expectation on it. You know what he needed to do was come to Mardi Gras and get his photo taken with me because I fucking patched everyone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but do you know, in short, it's not the scene's fault. No. Don't it's, blame yeah. it on the it's never the scene's fault. Yeah. Never the scene's fault. Get but, yourself out there. Yeah, you've got to, you know. And um, I'm telling you from personal experience, there are people who are really into mm. hot, fat, yep. merry guys. Yep. I'll tell you something else. I know someone who we all know who was like a, a, an aging twink, 45-year-old, mm. whatever. I'm right here. Yes. And he went through a phase and he was going out with like, this is how long ago it was, I think they were a 22-year-old steward on ANSET. Oh, right. Right. And it was the twink that wanted to get serious. <gasps> Yeah. Oh. Right, and he was like, ah, oh, this has got too weird too fast. Oh, really? I was trying wow. to extricate himself. Talk, poof it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to write that name down yeah, and go, yeah, is that who we're talking was about? Was it Lamal? No. Yes, it was Lamal. <laughs> it, was, it was Lamal of Bendigo Street. <laughs> and, um, so the stereotypes aren't, aren't always true. No. no. Well, I, a couple way. of years ago, I, I, was kind of, I dated a 21-year-old for about five minutes. Yeah, and he was way too serious too soon as well. Yeah, he wanted it full on, and I, and I went. He no, wanted no, you no. to not have sex with anyone else. Yeah, and that was the that was the no, deal. You can't stop the tide from turning. No, exactly. <laughs> Gravity exists. You right might as well make the the Earth go around the moon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lorna. Oh, lovely. <laughs> But I knew that, you know, I was dating a 21. We were kind of hanging out. Kind of dating, kind of hanging out. Oh I was 21. You I knew. Were embarrassing yourself in eight different I was different embarrassing kinds of myself. Ways. But I knew it had a, you know, that it only had a few weeks in it. Did you have yeah. anything to talk about? He was really intelligent. He actually was very intelligent. He made yeah. Scott look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> That's not hard, though. You know, the other thing is, though. <laughs> I was on level two of the game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other thing with young guys. Uh, that, you know, you kind of think, oh, they're all stupid. And that, like, that's, you know, the retail ones with pecs and stuff. Yeah. But uh, often people in their 20s are at uni mm. and so are constantly engaging in quite intellectual yes. discussion mm. as mm. part of their everyday life. Do, do you know what I think? Sometimes it is actually, in, 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 the, it's in a way, it's in the reverse. Mm. I'm finding that as I, as I get older, I give less of a shit about everything. Yes. And you talk to a 25-year-old and they're all like, Passionate. fucking yeah, come on, Coney, equal love. Yeah, yeah. let's change <laughs> And you're like, yeah. oh, love, really? you have not lived enough to be yeah. lackadaisical about everything. <laughs> yeah. You know. So it's not even just smart. It's just yeah. about where you are in life. Yeah. You know? It's like yeah. we're all at this age just going, oh, just, just go just and put someone's down. cock in your mouth. Stop yeah. wishing yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> just get a dick up you and buy me a drink. Now I'm happy. Yeah, okay. Hold up. Now I'm happy. <laughs> Quit with the changing the world stuff. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, thanks thanks have, for writing in, yeah. everyone. To, have we answered anything, I wonder? Well, I don't know. know. You're turning 40. How do you feel? Do you feel 40. better about everything now? I do, actually. Yeah, good. I don't really feel that bad about it. In the it's not. Place. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I should be... I feel like I should have, like, a some kind of crazy epiphany where everything's yeah. going to... You know, my life is going to fall apart and... I've been looking yeah. forward to it for ages. Right. I've been looking forward to it for since, like, well, 37. I've, I've found that, like, this just this week, because it's happening in a few days, mm. and just this week I've started to kind of reflect on my 40 years. You know, when you reach these milestones, you, you kind of look You should not reflect and, on your life. That is like a... That's too much. That's, really. a, that's a scary <laughs> hall of uh, anal mirrors. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, if <laughs> if I had net nanny on my memories, <laughs> I'd have nothing. There'd be nothing there. Okay, 
Um, but no, I actually feel kind of quite if good about where re- I am. If you and... only reflected on things you didn't regret, it would you'd be done in a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they would be like, you know, I had that McMuffin once, and uh, that's about it. So my, I'm 40, and all I can remember is eating a McMuffin. It's the only thing I haven't regretted. Um, but... I have no elasticity in my sphincter, but. Uh... <laughs> Oh, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. I love turning but, thirty, so I don't see why turning but, forty but would be. We lead particular different. lives, though. Yeah. Yes. I think because um, we're relatively uncommitted. Like, do you know what I mean? We don't have kids. Yeah. We don't have mortgages. Oh, we don't. Mortgage. You got a mortgage. Yeah, a mortgage. But do you um, know what I mean? We don't. We don't live like most people live. Yeah. Maybe I'm generalising. Maybe I'm up myself a bit. But we don't have those same like. No, we don't. Yeah. I know. Look, for me, I'm living more or less the same lifestyle that I did when I was 25. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we get really hammered and uh, yeah. yeah, binge drinking. <laughs> yeah. Binge drinking, pashing off with people half our age. Bad decisions done quickly in a row. Yeah. That's pretty much. <laughs> yep. Pretty much it. So it's kind of hard to feel. Older when you're doing the same, yeah. like it, it's harder to do it, yeah, just physically. But um, it, like a, a, well, a lot like of people change. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no milestones. It is, it is milestones. But a lot of, lot of, you know, straight people my age would be going, oh, you know, my kids are in high school now, and this is, da, 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 da. you yeah. know, there's all these other kind of things to, going yeah. on in their life. Yeah, Whereas yeah. I'm just, you know, you I'm know, the other thing, we're all along. kind of like career-wise, we're all doing stuff that we enjoy. Yes, like we're not struggling yeah, in yeah, some yeah, job yeah. that we hate to pay the bills and all we look forward to is getting some kid to suck us off on the weekend. And But let's not discount <laughs> that though. <laughs> but that's you let's, know let's not throw the penis out with the bathroom. Yeah. No, but you know, that's not like the the one highlight of our week is yes. yeah, yeah, making yeah, yeah. Out we, we actually have several highlights of the week. Like yeah. what we do is kind of a highlight. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the having sex is like a a byproduct mm. of <laughs> Being drunk. <laughs> it's like air pollution. Yeah. It's just around. But, yeah. you know, a lot of people, like, you know, like Nathan Belvo, I don't know if you've ever had a conversation with Nathan Belvo where he's not, his eyes aren't darting around the room or onto his phone to look at his, who's messaging him on Grindr. That Grindr's. has never happened. No. <laughs> that has never not happened. But, like, I just feel like, like, that's all that goes through his head. That's mm. all that's happening. It's just sex, sex, Where's sex, the sex, next sex. cock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, make hay while the sun shines. He's going to be one fat cunt one day. <laughs> I was going to say, he would be well advised to pack it in. Pack, back that shit up before you oh, wow. see around eating McMuffins. <laughs> all of them, all of them. Don't get me started on the young guys. Don't get me started on the young comedy guys. They... You know what? I reckon they laugh at us behind our backs, they and they're like. Do. But at the same, I can remember being a young gay and feeling sorry for the older gays. Like, oh, I know. Just, oh, <laughs> I'm so young and pretty, and now I'm an older gay. I just feel sorry for I them. Know. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. you poor bitches. Yeah, you think that everything in the world is being 23, and yes, and, and, and you think you've invented everything. Oh, yes. I know. You've oh just God. had the first idea. Oh my God! And oh he went, God. and suddenly we've just become fucking Statler and Waldorf on the Muppet <laughs> Muppets. Just more and more good. Oh, fucking old cunts. It's true. It happens. That, that's what I mean. Statler and Waldorf yeah. were right. Yeah, yeah, they were right. That was a shit show. It was funny though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We I'm just saying, right. young guys, pay attention to me. I am your fucking future. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, every time Joel Creasy books me for a gig, I always say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Joel Creasy from the future. <laughs> <laughs> Things have not gone well. 
Oh dear! Right. Uh, well, yeah. Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday, Scott! Mm. Mm. Sad old fat man. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, his toes old. I know. Blow out the candles on your cake with your ass. It's <laughs> 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 not a fire. It's not a fire. It's my hair. My hair. Ah. <laughs> It'd be more suction. <laughs> Blow them out with in-rushing air. <laughs> Implode the candles. <laughs> oh, did you want those candles back? <laughs> oh, ow, ow. ow. Cece feels things deeply. Cece is a deeply feeling person. Ladies and gentlemen, neither of which I've encountered for about 25 years now, it is with no small sense of pride and a persistent allergenic swelling of the anus that I hereby launch the Wrongans National Chain of Gay Bars and Gluten-Free Douching Kit Retailers <laughs> Brand New Ethical Advertising Policy. Ooh. Now, you three dick-crazy body cavity spelunkers should consider this <laughs> your first and final fucking warning. Brunty McFuckering does not support any public broadcast that is found to be disrespectful, offensive, or that fails to meet community standards. Oh. I've said it to Kyle. I've said it to Umi, if that's her real name, which, of course, it's fucking not, because when they're handing out real names at the hospital, who fights their way to the front of the line to pick out fucking Umi? It's it's a Japanese name. Yeah, I think it's Japanese. Right. Right, that is one right there. That's what I'm fucking talking about. You're a fucking racist. I am pulling my ass. This is exactly... You You have just lost some sweet accounts, you bigots. Wrongans gay bars, gone. Alpine brown deodorising suppositories, gone. Ponzi and Ponzi mobile financial advisors and while you ain't nail design, gone. <laughs> All gone, Radio Clan. Tell your fucking head of sales, or should I say Grand Imperial Wizard, he should have thought twice before asking Grunty McFuckering, gaytrepreneur and potential Nobel Prize winner, not too soon, I don't think, to condone this kind of prejudice. <laughs> Stop, this is serious, right? <laughs> Calling some sperm-thirsty dizzy bint the J-word. <laughs> the J-word! <laughs> Clearly does not meet community standards. <laughs> and I am pulling all my money out of this station. Oh, and that shit. is that. That is the end of the discussion. So You know, you know for, for card-carrying Nazis, you, you boys are all right one-on-one, but... <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, sometimes I even fucking dazzle myself with the, even with the retinal scarring from the home laser eye surgery kit. I mean, <laughs> some cunts do what with their day? Post a letter, look at a sky. What did, <laughs> what did you do today, Grunty? Oh, nothing. Only ended racism and did my bass. <laughs> yep. 
you know what? I have saved myself a bit of coin pulling all my ads from this show. I reckon I can afford to buy a run of ads congratulating me on my moral stand. I mean, there's no point defending your fucking brand value if you don't tell you no one you've done it, eh? Hey, you, <laughs> you cubicle monkeys can put me down for sponsorship of the podcast for the next seven weeks, running constant sponsorship messages about how I refuse to advertise on this station anymore on principle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, i got to go. Pedro's taking me out to some Haitian joint for dinner. <laughs> I s- Said, all right, as long as we can order prawns. You know what they say about the meat in Haitian restaurants, eh, fellas? You can't fake a prawn. That's all I'm saying. All right, konzichi bra, as they say in Hong Kong. <laughs> Thank you, Grunty. Thanks, Grunty. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Have a conversation about Fassbender, irony, or Provinza Shaolar. Right, it's time for uh, us to get edumacated. <laughs> oh, it's so mm. grown up. Our ear holes from... Mother Horan and her poofstery. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, Mother. Thank you. Am I going to get theme music yet? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> we, we, oh, can't, we... we can't afford the rights no. to music. No. <laughs> you, you might get a ba 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 ba. <laughs> <laughs> you might get something like that. Where's this, where's this writing all our music? So, of course, we don't have any. No. <laughs> What, uh, what, what are you going to school us with today? Well, first of all, a question. Who was Australia's first gay movie star? <gasps> uh, Hugh Jackman. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brian no. Kennedy. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a genuine crack at this. Yeah. Errol Flynn. No. No. Uh, but he close. was a pants man, though, wasn't he? But like, he, he got was around. A, he was oh, a, a bit, bit of everything man, yeah, I think. A bit of, yeah, an omnivore. Um <laughs> The answer, uh, I've only just learned out because this is only really just coming to light just recently, is a guy called George Berenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, who in Hollywood was known as Andre de Berenger. Oh, yes. now 1920s, um, he was so was uh, silent. Yes, right. Uh, he didn't make the transition. Um, it's because he talked like this. <laughs> 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 Come up, Simarine. Yeah. I'll show you me at cheese. <laughs> so anyway, he was very successful in his time. Um, his um, uh, his biggest film was So This Is Paris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, he always played the romantic guy, and he right. was quite a big, you know, uh, silent movie star. He also did a bit of assistant directing. He assistant directed on Birth of a Nation, which is oh, probably really? the greatest Yes. Um, silent film of all time. Seminal. Um, uh, but basically, he didn't make the transition because of his voice or something. Mm. Uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, started a bit of a downward spiral. Uh. Um, so from the 1920s, uh, he tried to up his career and he entered into a lavender marriage. Oh. And do we know what a lavender marriage I, I was, is? I was just going to say, one has to assume that he was in the closet. Yes. Yeah. He was not Absolutely. openly gay. Uh, he no w- one was openly gay in the 20s. Wasn't mm. it illegal? The, the, well, possibly. Yeah. You could be very gay, but not openly gay. Yeah. Yes. Um, so basically, the movies, the big studios would make you have a lavender marriage, which was you married a, a starlet, a lady, uh, and you pretended you were a couple. And this was a real. Was the lady thing. a lesbian? Was that kind of the thing that they would match up the. Records are inconclusive. Right. right. Well, it, um, it'd be a shame to, race, to waste a real woman. Yes. On a, on a, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. A real um, woman. So he... Um, so it is Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this was very common. This is very right. common. So if, just, if you were in Hollywood right now, who would you... And, you know, I'm, it's not a big leap to think that you, guy be, you mm. guys would be massive stars. Yes. Uh, <laughs> who would, who would you who action would you, stars. Who would you marry? 
Who would you marry? Oh. Who would be? Um, what, 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 what's her name? I always forget her name from Titanic. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. I would marry no, Kate Winslet. No, she. You can't marry her. She'd dob. Oh, she would tell true. everyone. She'd be like, yeah. "Oh, I get nothing at home. Uh, this girl's a fucking soft her, the whole time." Her, <laughs> her or Drew Barrymore. Right. She would dob as well. I don't care. You don't. You yeah. can't. You can't marry a dibber dobber. You need like a, like a Scarlett Johansson who you know. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't would actually like, know that you. Would oh, I'd be like marrying an <laughs> ironing board though. She's, no, but I think you're not ironing, meant to have sex with them. I it's know. a pretendy marriage. Yeah. That's the thing. An ironing board is. I, I reckon Parker Posey for me. Oh Basically, yes. an ironing board. I wouldn't know what to do with buzzies. No. <laughs> so, no. So if we were out, one popped out. What would? What do I do? Yeah. Parker I... Posey is good. Yeah. Mm. Oh, who would I marry? Probably Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> because I no, be Carrie no Fisher's one, dad. No one would pick that. <laughs> no one would pick you as gay. No. But, um, oh, what about Liza Minnelli? Like, no one would pick that. No. I'd marry her. <laughs> I, I would pick, she's not a Hollywood star, but I would pick Deborah Hutton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I think we would get on really well and no. we might just make a fist of this thing. Right. <laughs> I would be like, come on, Debs, we're here now. Let's, let's go and terrify some twinks. Okay. <laughs> okay, Toby, let's go. <laughs> um, but anyway, lavender marriages were very common. Rock Hudson was in one. Well, mm-hmm. to yes. this day, there are lavender um, marriages now. But the well, the Cruise. most interesting thing is lavender marriage became into the public realm because of the Haynes case. Now, Haynes, oh, the Haynes Code. Yeah. Now, oh. Haynes is a really interesting guy that um, because he's the name of the code of conduct mm. and all these things. But we often overlook who this guy was. He was an American uh, movie star. And in 1933, he was caught going into the YWCA and ha- having a bit of fun with a sailor. Oh. Um, so anyway, uh, the studios cracked it and said, right, okay, you, we're going to put you into a lavender marriage. No and- more fucking sailors. Yeah, yes. Yeah. New rules. Bad. Bad actor. But the Bad great, actor. But the thing Naughty. about Haynes, the thing about Haynes, Haynes said no. He said he refused. He said, "Fuck you! I'm going to go. I'm actually in a relationship with a guy, and um, uh, we're going to uh, have a lovely life." Now, the 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 great thing about this story is this was 1933. Um, uh, him and his boyfriend, who was I can't remember what his Troy. name was. Troy. <laughs> Troy. He works on Virgin. Yes. Um, I'm sure they hadn't invented planes yet. <laughs> Troy from Paramount. <laughs> Jimmy. He was in a relationship. Jimmy. Jimmy. Well, he, he was in a relationship with Jimmy uh, for almost fifty years. Wow! And they wow. got kicked. They got kicked out, and basically became uh, the most important uh, power couple in interior decorating in Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? What a surprise! But uh, Joan Crawford, who probably liked gay men, I don't know, no. Uh, no. called Jimmy and William the, ha- the happiest married couple in Hollywood. And um, very sadly, and this is actually kind of romantic, um, is when um, Haynes died. Um, Jimmy was so sad that uh, he, uh, after the funeral, he went home, put on uh, William's um, pajamas, climbed into their bed and took a fistful of pills. But they had this incredibly happy life. And that's where it's a happy story. So the guy, ironically, who gave us, popularised the word lavender marriage, is actually... um, uh, had a happy, happy, lovely life. Wow. Good on him. There you go. Good on him. Now, See, if- the moral of the story is, kids, if you're listening, 
if you find yourself in a steam room fucking a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Look around for new ideas, yeah. photographers. It, it, okay? could, it could get happy. Yeah. <laughs> and the last, it can end happily. It can end well. The last thing is they did eventually give up, end up giving William Haynes a star on uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, so the now, Walk of Fame. So if you're there, it's at 7 0012 Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, 7012 Hollywood Boulevard. And go say hello to William Haynes for us. Mm. Yeah, good on you, William Haynes. Ask the hooker who's plying her trade on top of the star to move out of the line. (laughs) And. That's such a sweet story, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cute. I want to have a lavender marriage now, though. Yeah, I do you? <laughs> I do. I'm like, I'm really into it. Yeah. There must, like, in a way, it's actually um, quite a good arrangement because you get yeah. to have all the comforts of domesticity and someone to ring up and just go, oh, can you go home? I've left the iron on or whatever. Yeah. But well, they're having to put up all the tedious shit of being in an actual relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, good. it's like having a really good flatmate. But yeah, it'd, it'd be yes. like It'd be like being in an open relationship with someone that you never had to have sex with, so you never had to have that kind of guilty, oh, God, yeah. are we doing it? Is it, is it your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I knew I hated uh, Christmas for a reason. <laughs> but, you know, Scarlett Johansson's not jumping on your back for it. You're just like, yeah, yeah all right, Scarlett. I'm just going to yes. go to the peel now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I think it's quite a natty arrangement. Yeah. yeah. You'd, be, you'd need to have a few kind of, if there's a, a sock on the doorknob, but don't come in. <laughs> yes. kind of thing going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Surely you have separate rooms in your palatial so. Hollywood mansion. Yeah, yeah. Probably have your own wing. Yeah. Mm? Full of boys. <laughs> <laughs> your own harem. <laughs> or your own hairdressing salon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and why has this only come to light, the George Berenger? Why has that only come to light recently? Oh, that's really interesting. The, um, basically, uh, there was an article appeared in The Age about two months ago. And this woman uh, was a uh, Melbourne woman um, cleaning out uh, the wardrobe uh, in their house, found a, uh, a beautiful top hat and cane, said to her husband, where does this come from? And said, oh, it's a relative. And she started digging and then found this guy. Wow. And he lived until the 1970s. It uh, didn't end well. Um, never basically done. never really sort of uh, got... Uh, his career back um, and had to sell his enormous house in Laguna Beach and wow, um, and ended up living by himself in this little thing and uh, took him took him a few days to find the body when he oh, passed no. away. It's been happening a lot in Hollywood of late. Like old film stars just yeah. two weeks of not talking to anyone and then... And then they're gone. There yeah. was some woman who wasn't found for an entire year. <gasps> It's becoming increasingly common because as people, like as the nuclear family sort of disintegrates mm. and people are a bit more isolated, yeah. they just, just old people just die and they don't have mm, networks yeah. around them. But also you know? like, like Hollywood stars, when they kind of go, oh, you know, I've, I'm done, I'm done with Hollywood, yeah. I'm not moving, yeah. but I'm done. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stay here in my mansion in Beverly Hills and then I just don't see, and, you know, everything gets ordered yeah. in and yes. they have people do things for them and they go all weird and grey gardens and yeah. then... Mm. And it's usually Pizza Hut that raise the alarm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't rung. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just one little thing that I just remember about the Haynes case is that um, these uh, um, William and Jimmy had a lovely uh, marriage, but also in the late 30s, they're actually a victim of one of the few Ku Klux Klan attacks <gasps> in Beverly Hills. Oh. There was actually a, a Beverly Hills version of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, that they and, ran Hollywood, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> But they pulled, they burst into these, these guys' house, pulled them out, and um, 
um, you know, really uh, biffed them over. Oh, um, wow. And it, um, they apparently knew who they were, and everyone, all their big movie stars, and this is, you know, all that they all knew, all these big movie stars, and they were all trying to say, look, you should prosecute these guys, you should prosecute these guys. Mm. But these guys are saying, well, no. We can't. What, you know, this is, <laughs> this is the late 30s. Yeah. And also, it was probably a business decision. Yeah. If I prosecute these people and it's a massive scandal, we'll never work in this town again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been told to us once. It's not going to be told to us again. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But Awful. the Hollywood Klu Klux Klan. So, like, actual big movie stars with hoods on. Yeah. Going around to beat up Buftas. See, that would be an interesting... <laughs> that's a Hollywood uh, movie you never see. Yes. yes. You know? I want to know who was under the hood. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, take the hood off. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's you. It's batshit crazy, that Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Mal- Gibson, yeah, 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 or Grand Wizard, yeah, Wizard Gibson. Gibson. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Mother Horan, for Ah, educating us. Pleasure, putting thoughts in our heads where there were none. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) and now we have to do the bottom. Ah! (laughs) That's the bit at the end. Yeah, normally I call it a tail, but I'm worried about Wagwag coming back. Yeah. I'd much rather a double entendre than <laughs> wag, wag. Teletubbies over here. <laughs> and the pink wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Are you all right there, love? I would be an awesome children's entertainer. <laughs> Do you know who would be good at that entertaining children? Who? Grunty. Oh, yes. Fucking laugh it up, kids. This Man. is good shit. Captain. What's your name? Timmy? Where are you from? Doesn't fucking matter. It's a shithole anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Uncle McFuckring. Shut the fuck up. I don't come down to the kindergarten and slap the sailor's cocks out of your mouth. <laughs> right. Sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. We're going to show you a little documentary called The Goonies. <laughs> If you need me, I'll be falling asleep under this table with a <laughs> bottle of tequila stitched to my fucking mouth. <laughs> None of your kids kill each other or shit yourselves. <laughs> By the way, yo, 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 no, not you, that one. Yep, you're all fucking adopted. <laughs> <laughs> By me! <laughs> we'll be back next time. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Bullshit ass left a bag of tuna on my fucking desk. Oh, what the fuck is this? As you can probably hear, uh, it's time for our Jesus segment. Christ, do I look like a fucking short-haired Persian? Who left fucking tuna on my desk? Um, it's the Grunt Report with Grunty McCrock. Yes. Jesus Christ. Your, your microphone's on now, Grunty.
I'll tell you when my fucking microphone's oh, on, Jesus. fucking piece of shit. <laughs> right, my microphone's on, everybody, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're the most unprofessional bunch of amateurs I've ever worked with. <laughs> Is the is the fucking tape running? Yeah, it's running. It's, it's on everything. Because I can't see anything fucking moving. No, There's it's, no. It's all digital it's now. Digital. It's, yeah, it goes straight into it. I'll tell part. you what's fucking digital, right? Turn the. <laughs> <laughs> it, can I just call for a moment's piece of shut the fuck up? Yes, sorry. Sorry. I've got some golden fucking wood. You people do not appreciate. <laughs> we, we do what? appreciate you. Well, I don't see the fucking evidence. You know what I see? I see two fucking windbags fucking staring the fucking Buddha of wisdom in the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking you two pieces of shit. You would meet Stephen Hawking and say, nice wheels. <laughs> he does have nice wheels. Fucking yeah, dumber. You wouldn't quite... even ask him anything about his work in Roadhouse. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm thinking of the wrong person. Sorry. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Patrick Swayze? <laughs> I, I'll tell you who's Patrick Swayze. <laughs> What the fuck is this? Let's tell Grunty down his up week. For fuck's sake. I have known more facts than you've had dinners. <laughs> he hasn't had many dinners. No, I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, Well, maybe you should. Um, All right. Uh, uh, rolling. Rolling. And Geronimo. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, neither of which I've encountered for about 25 years now, with no small sense of pride and a persistent ele- <laughs> Stop it! Ladies and gentlemen, neither of which I've encountered for about 25 years now, it is with no small sense of pride and a persistent allergenic swelling of the anus... <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> this is really I think this is really funny. This is, really funny. This is gonna take a while. <clears throat> Talk poofy to me.